we hear a great deal these days about division. Division is a theme of most media reports, most political statements, and many, if not all, dinner conversations. From the high tensions that mark the world of culture and politics, to the sharp disagreements among the church's faithful, to the public and painful disagreements within families, and even to the deep divisions hidden in the heart of man, we find ourselves confronted daily by lines that divide. This has prompted some to decry the phenomenon of division itself and to see it as a barometer for the health of a society, of the church, of our families, of our hearts. There is an important truth here, yet also an untruth that is crucial to recognize. First, the truth. We are made for communion, and communion of the profoundest sort, personal communion with the triune God and with one another. The enemy of communion, then, is sin, and its great proponent, Satan, known in Scripture as Diabolos, the scatterer. The untruth, however, is that a true communion is not opposed simply to division. A true communion must be rooted in the truth, and therefore must not shy away from division. Christ declares with a shocking tranquility that it comes not with peace but a sword. Moreover, his word is sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and spirit. So the question is not division or no division, but which division? What sort of division is the one that leads to communion? And which is the mark of diabolos? Which is the dividing line, then, that represents not death, but life? St. Paul offers us a clue, and he does not view as ground zero the differences of political party, religious belief, race, sex, social or economic status. Paul draws a more radical and potentially more healing line in the sand. He writes, Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is gracious, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. For those of us preoccupied with media reports and burdened by divisions among family and in our own hearts, Paul here gives us a timely word of guidance and hope. What do you think about? What news, images, conversations do you fill your mind, heart, and imagination with? The criterion here is precisely the notion of the praiseworthy. Some news and some conversations may not qualify. Some may qualify despite being dark, difficult, and painful, precisely because they lead, however indirectly and crookedly, toward a deeper recognition and attainment of the good, of the excellent, the gracious, the lovely, the honorable. What is praiseworthy in your life? That can be the dividing line. Think about these things amid the divisions of the day. And then, as Paul promises, the God of peace will be with you.